Hello, this is the Miyazaki Minute. I'm Natasha DeRose. I'm Jamie DeRose. So, too much energy I've never seen before. I drank okay. two cups of coffee. Did you? Yeah, I did. Okay, but we've recorded one before this, and oh. there was no energy. It's just kicking in right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hopefully you can sleep later. I never sleep. I lay awake at night. Staring at the demon on my ceiling. <laughs> okay. What's his name? Greg. No. Oh. It's... Egg. Um, it's, um, Eggery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really creative there. Uh, okay. Wonder who named him, and I feel bad for him. Even though he's a demon. Still, heart goes out for him. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about Miyazaki's movies, A Minute Time. This episode is about... Minute 115 of Nausicaa, the Valley of the Wind. One more week. We done. We clock out. You know? Yeah. It's enough Enough of Nausicaa. I'm tired. Tired of it. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> That's how you feel? <laughs> no. That's great to know. I'm really excited to watch the whole movie again. Yeah, that's. I think we're looking forward to, like, after this is done, watch it all through again. Maybe notice things we, like, like notice things that we did while watching it minute by minute mm-hmm. and just like enjoy the flow of it because especially cutting it up minute by minute minute by minute now is starting to get painful it started out painful but i feel like i'm having stockholm syndrome too i'm like it's fine sure <laughs> like we're when okay you, when you cut up minute by minute you like kind of miss the majority of like the mood changes and mm-hmm. the music because like the music comes in and then you stop and then you don't come back to listen to the minute like um a week later and you're just mm-hmm. like i don't remember the real i remember what happened but like the tone and the feeling isn't still there it's just yeah like, oh calm minute yeah calm. Well, the past week we were a little stressful but like it doesn't like hit different <laughs> <laughs> when you can't speak to say it hits <laughs> Mm-hmm. Minute 115 starts with tears of joy d- coming out of the children's eyes and Obaba's eyes. Mm-hmm. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. So happy, it leaks out of their body through their <laughs> eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> and then it ends with Obaba talking to Lord Yupa with just a bunch of kids running through up in front of them across the screen. You know, this makes yeah. me think of Ponyo when Lisa and Ponyo's mom are talking. You couldn't hear anything. Yeah, and all those old ladies are running. Mm-hmm. And then it also just makes me think of when I'm d- at a uh, pitching practice for someone. Because I'm a catcher, and so usually pitchers be like, hey. Brag. <laughs> Is it a brag? It is. Is there anything special about being a catcher except you just get hit more? Because you oh. can't catch it because you're <laughs> dumb. <laughs> you can't do the one job? Okay, sometimes my eyes are not that good. I'm not known for having good depth perception. <laughs> Even with glasses and contacts. With contacts, I think then it's just my brain's fault. I can't blame my eyes too much on that one. <laughs> but, so... I'm a catcher, and sometimes pitchers will ask me to come with them to pitching practice for someone to catch them. Because usually mm-hmm. it's just, like, their their parents, their poor dad, who probably doesn't have catching gear, doesn't know how to, like, properly stop a ball or something. With old knees, he can't bend down. They sit on buckets. Oh. Well, then his butt hurts. He's not very <laughs> comfortable sitting on a bucket. Okay. He can't bring his own chair. He doesn't know how. Chairs are too high. Oh. Why would you... 
pitch that Just give high. me a little stool. Okay. Can't you stop fighting on with me? You've never been to a pitching practice. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm there, usually like they'll they'll pitch, they'll do something wrong, and then the pitching coach and the pitcher will just talk, and I'm just sitting there like I can't hear what they're talking about. It's just like I'm watching Lisa and Ponyo's mom talk, and then they'll, like they'll look over to me. I'm like, don't look at me. <laughs> and it's usually to say like when you are like gonna curve a ball or something it should start here or like the positioning of balls and i'm just there like hi and i hear and hear them like aim for her shoulder i'm like don't talk about me (laughs) i can't hear anything i don't know what's happening i got small shoulders there's not much of a target that's rude i have decent shoulders yes probably 50 percent chub 50 percent muscle but i will I will honor that muscle to the day I die. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. I, there's a push-up test in gym that we do. Uh-huh. And, like, I think, like, you do, like, how many push-ups in a minute? I forgot. But, like, freshman year, I got, like, 37 or something. That's a And I was like, whoa! And then sophomore year, you know, it's this year, my sophomore year, and it's quarantine, so I haven't, like, been doing a lot, and I only got, like, 20, and I was like... <laughs> Disappointed, because that was like my one pride and joy. Like I can do push-ups. Like everyone I can else, push up. Everyone else does like ten and they clock out. And I'm that just sounds there. like me. I'll do ten and then I'll we'll, we'll fall down. We'll die. <laughs> our soul, part of our soul, will get chiseled off and released into the world. Like it's not part of ourselves anymore. It's so dead. There's no purpose to keep it in here. Uh, yeah. So, um, the children is. One of the girls is describing uh, what the scene is right now, because mm-hmm. poor Obama can't really bask in the joy of the golden light. <laughs> um, the girl says the princess is wearing a blue dress I've never seen before. Probably a hint to my dumb self that it was a different dress, even though it's just like, started out blue, ended blue. It's the Erased same thing. Erased the middle. It was the same. <laughs> it was uh, the same the whole time. We never changed anything. And then the Nausicaa music comes in, like when she's flying around, when it's a fun time, kind of the valley music kind of stuff. We are away from, like, the Ohm and Nausicaa uh, flashback music. Mm-hmm. Now we're into, like... The main music. Wind music. I don't know. Just makes you think Nausicaa. And Nausicaa, and then it cuts to Nausicaa, she's just walking around like a toddler. She's just like, well, let's go, cool. <laughs> and you can just see, like, the shadow of the bloom ohm underneath her, and it's kind of scary because it just looks like a bunch of sharks. You know when you That's see the water and you just, like, stuff underneath it? I hate the ocean because, like, it's just, like, a little foggy stuff underneath. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mess with. I hate the ocean on very much. I like the ocean. Ocean's cool. Yeah. I get stressed out about the ocean because it's literally dying every day. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, like the ocean's cool. No, I just don't want to be in it. I don't, don't want to be, be in it because I the water could just take you to hell, just pull you away. <laughs> I I don't want to be in it, and I don't want to be on a boat like over it. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to like look at it. Think without you're sh- doing it. Sharks or any, like even like a fish underneath because I hate seeing that. I don't know if it's just fish i think it's just like this water has too much control it's like when you have dreams where you can't walk it's like that with water like we're not professional swimmers i feel like we taught ourselves to swim and that was bad so we just barely float our heads above the water yeah and i don't we don't have a lot of control in the water so that's very stressful not being able to move Uh efficiently and then the water just takes you away that's scary. And also being short, not reaching the floor. It's also a struggle. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, kind of average height over here. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know. I'm pretty good. <laughs> I, f- I remember we would go to, like, public pools or something. Mm-hmm. Or, like, we would go swimming at our, our aunt's place, and I feel like I always had to stay by you in the very shallow part, and it's like, and it was I don't too re- shallow for me, and I was like, I want to go dangerous. I don't remember you ever staying by me, but, yeah. I don't know. Sure. Memories are an illusion. They don't mean anything. <laughs> They're not accurate. Mine are just less accurate than everyone else's. So, the girl continues and says, it's like, it seems like she's walking through... A golden field. A field of gold, if you will. If you will. Triggers, Obaba. Eyes open, guess. What? She got slapped in the face. She's like, crazy. Fifth eye is opening. What? Third (laughs) eye is opening. Fifth eye. The other two are just already open. (laughs) Two eyes are sitting on the couch doing nothing else. Like, they're just chilling, bro. Fifth eye's where it's at. Third eye, you know, it's like, cool, it's another eye. But like... Get to the fourth eye, and you're like, wow, we have fourth eyes, and you're like, fifth eye. What? Crazy. I didn't know there would be that many <laughs> eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then it's like, it cuts to her imagination, Obama's imagination of like a golden field, and then it's just the su- the guy from the um, the tapestry, the prophecy tap- tapestry. I think it's called the, the prophecy rug. Pretty sure tapestry is just so much more <laughs> elegant, and you're just like rug, just a rug on the wall, which is a rug we nailed into a wall, and somehow we just this one old lady just worships it as the prophecy. I don't, I don't know what to tell her. <laughs> so, and then it's the guy from the rug. Oh goddamn, I said rug from the tapestry, <laughs> and he's like you know f- actually colored in like on the tapestry. It was more embroidered in in. Embroidered. Embroidered with. Is that a word? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Shut up. Don't think. <laughs> uh, with like gold and everything, but now you can see he has this little staff. He has a bird on his shoulder. He a has a hat. Giant bird. This bird is scary. It's not like giant. It. It's just long. <laughs> like, when <laughs> you is. think a giant bird, you're like a big fat chicken. It's just a skinny, <laughs> long bird. Just too long. I think like a third of it's just like a tail. Yeah. Yeah, as birds shall be. <laughs> and he's just standing in the wind, and he has a hat. Jimmy was just like, oh, it doesn't look like his hat. It he was a all the same color mm-hmm. on the rug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like, that could still be hair. But there was different textures. That the could hair, still be hair. The you other could hair. just say, we're going one way with the un- uh, thread, and now we're going this way. I don't, I don't know. The hair was, like, individually embroidered and like the hat was just a smooth thing with a seam on the bottom so seems like a hat Mm -hmm. um if you're so sure so he's just standing there as the field is behind him he's in his little blue dress um excuse me i wanted that bug damn it i was trying to may it you know when may like slams the soot gremlin. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest power move you can do to a bug. If you yeah. see a bug, your you first instinct. You just lap it together mm-hmm. between your hands, and it just... Uh, I haven't... I think I've done it once. Yeah. And, like, it worked, so... But it, it'll never happen again. Never. So that's the thrill of it, to see mm-hmm. if you can get it again. Um, So then it cuts to Nas... Uh, Obaba's face, and she restates the prophecy just in case you forgot what it was. And, and I did forget what it was. Very obviously connects the prophecy to Nasca, and it's 
Um, Obaba says, after a thousand years of darkness, he will come, clad in blue and surrounded by fields of gold. Very specific to Nazca's situation. Mm -hmm. And I also think, like, I don't know, I feel like the prophecy is, like, foreshadowing of what will happen. And I don't Mm -hmm. think it's very important, whereas, like, it was Nazca's destiny. Because, like, Obaba does fully believe in destiny. He tells, like, Lord Juba, like, you have a destiny. I forget what his destiny was. He was to find something. I, I forget about Lord Yuba. Yeah. His but desk- didn't Nausicaa find it then? Yeah, it was Nausicaa, to be honest. It was trying to find... Like, if Oh, it was trying to find if humans are destined to be consumed by the toxic jungle. Yeah, that seems right. Mm-hmm. And, like, Obama's, like, fully believes in destiny. Lord Yuba absolutely doesn't. And Nausicaa's just there in that conversation, just like, cool, cool, cool. This is great. <laughs> Glad we're having this conversation. Um, and also the prophecy says he will come, so it's some dude. But then Miyazaki's like, no, 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 no. This this princess about to mess everything up. She will bring. I think the era of light. I don't know what I was gonna say. After a thousand years of darkness, toxic jungle, raining terror, spreading, com- killing kingdoms, slowly killing people like the King Jill, and then. Nazca's kind of just making, like, a peace treaty between the toxic jungle and the people of the valley. Yeah. And kind of teaching each other how to live with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great. And I don't feel like the prophecy is saying, like, oh, it was Nazca's destiny. I think it's just, like, foreshadowing, like, yeah, this is going to happen. Yeah, but you're just like, oh, where are we going to get that blue dress? Or where is the fields of gold going <laughs> to yeah. come from? You'll find out. I want to rephrase I feel like that's more, like, foreshadowing that someone will save the day that the mm-hmm. i think it's telling us that the eight the years of darkness is over yeah and it's just emphasizing that nasca did that uh-huh and like it also like emphasized the point it's just like it's been a thousand years since the giant seven and they all hit very literally a thousand years it's been a thousand years we said that at the beginning um I forgot the opening. Oh, I'm sad. The opening <laughs> hits hard. Um, the opening said it was after a thousand years. Nausicaa's wearing blue. Um, the guy has a bird on his shoulder. Tato's been on that shoulder this whole time. Tato got you. He will be the substitute for the bird. Fields of gold, which, you know, you would assume would be nature. Or, like, I would think, like, for them to think, like, oh, prosperity, there's gold, you know, we're, we're a good. A golden new day. Something like Metaphors. that. Metaphors. Metaphors. No, literal. <laughs> literal golds of field, literal golds of re- radioactive spaghetti. <laughs> um, and then, so Nas, so Obaba, I always want to say Nasca. Whenever I say a name, like default Nasca. <laughs> um, Obaba, like, plants her hands, plants her face in her hands and starts crying again. One of the girls asks, like, what's the matter? And she's like, the legend has come true. The prop, she's basically saying, prophecy has been fulfilled. We did it. We, we're gonna live. We got them, boys. <laughs> and then the other little girl on the other side of Obawa said, notices something, and it's like, look over there, and points. And it's the glider. The glider's back. He's we, back. We kind of abandoned the glider when Nasca deployed herself into the egg, and I guess it was just like, the glider, maybe it'll come with. <laughs> just like, slowly take its time and come back. He knows what to do. But it basically symbolizes that the wind's back because the glider, you know, it mainly thrives on the wind. Like, it's just, right now it's just floating in the air with no engine. Mm-hmm. The wind is just taking it. Yeah. He's um, taking the wheel. So everyone's celebrating that the wind's back. 
It's just shots of the glider just waving in the wind. And then the music's so loud you can't really hear anything. All the people are running out. They're cheering. They run to Nazca, who's standing on the ground, kind of like waving to the Oma as they leave. And everyone just hugs her. The giants, like, all the people just go up and hug her. There's a group squish. Squish. And then you can see Obaba and Lord Yupa talking. You can't hear what they're saying. Lord Yupa just talk, just nodding, and Obaba just going crazy like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I, I like uh, thinking that she's, like, telling uh, Lord Yupa about the prophecies. Just like, I told you. You didn't <laughs> believe me. You see what happened? Yeah. That's right. She's very passionate about the prophecy, so she's just like, oh, this came through. True, the destiny, um, the prophecy, you know, connecting it all together. And then as they're talking... Everyone from the valley is still running to hug Nausicaa. Yes. They got their girl back. They got their baby back. We thought she was dead, but she's not. She's actually okay. JK, she wakes up. <laughs> she opens her eyes. We're good. And she saves you all. That's it for this episode. I'm Natasha DeRose. I'm Jamie DeRose. And next episode, we're going to talk about minute 116 of Nausicaa, the Valley of the Wind. The 116th one.